0: Welcome to Subjectively Correct Sports with David Henderson and Anthony Montague.
1: Hey, David. Hey, Anthony. Um, we have the worst timing ever. Why is that? Remember last podcast when uh-huh. we recorded yep. and there were sports? Sure. This podcast
2: we're recording, yeah. there's no sports. There's none.
1: Literally hours after we finished our last podcast, the NBA suspended its season, uh-huh. followed by... Um, nhl and baseball yep canceling uh, or at least suspending the rest of nhl season and postponing the start of the baseball season
2: the extreme football league suspended its season somehow draft.
1: the xfl is no longer a thing no one saw that coming at least not for these circumstances
2: well they're gonna they're gonna go again next year
1: but vince mcmahon will not be denied wrestlemania continues or whatever summer or spring event they're they're doing this year
2: I think it has a slam in the title somewhere. Summer slam? Spring slam. Spring slam? I think calling it Easter slam. I don't know. I think calling it Easter slam would be a bad idea.
1: Um, But they're going to go and just do that without a crowd. But you know what, David? I'm not going to let this virus get me down. Um, I'm going to let the, you know, eroding economy and and all the other super bad uh, effects of this get me down. That's why I'm down.
2: So, okay so the virus Lots of life
1: too I mean obviously yeah, yeah. that's like so, I don't want to pull a Vanessa Hutchins and say like this is not a you know a big deal
2: not a good look right yeah I think what this if you hear that that little jingling jangling that's the yes. ice in my solo cup oh okay and we're, we're in your closet again yeah thank you for uh bringing me into your inner sanctum my closet
1: is now my work from home office
2: yeah yeah I, I think it's a pretty good little setup it's so, decent it's, it's a little toasty in here. I suggest a little fan of some kind, right? Keep me cool. Mm-hmm. That's why I got my jingly jingly ice in my solo cup to keep me cool. It's not because I want to hydrate. Pfft. I got Coca-Cola for that. <laughs> water stuff. Water has no flavor. Um if I ever make a planet, like if I ever make if I ever make a planet, I'm going to have flavor water, right? Well, it's so like depending well, on what We have flavored water, but we flavored it. It's going to naturally taste delicious, right? So like if it rains in the Rockies, for example, Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll taste like a Sierra mist or a Sprite.
1: Would there still be Sierra mist
2: or Sprite? I mean, I guess not. I guess it would just be water. Right. But then if you're in, let me finish my idea. Then if you're in the Amazon, right, you you scoop some water from the Amazon, it would have like, I don't know, like a Coca-Cola flavor or something like that. You know what I mean? So depending on where you are, the water would taste different.
1: That's a horrible idea. Why? Because if you're like visiting that planet. Okay. yeah, you 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 wouldn't know any water source if it were like poison or not. You'd have to test each one individually because they all taste differently.
2: I mean, we have to do that now, except you drink the water and it tastes like water and then you might die from it.
1: Also, you're just ruining like a sector of the economy. Flavored beverages. So big deal on my fictional
2: on my fictional planet that does not and will not ever exist. You're worried about the economic ramifications of eliminating a sector that doesn't exist.
1: Restaurants make so much margin on their drinks, David.
2: All right, that's okay. When McDonald's was like one dollar drinks, no matter the size, we were all like, "Yeah!" They're still turning like a ninety-five cent a cup profit on those things, right? <laughs> Definitely, it's insane. I think that's the biggest, like, the biggest con job in the history of restaurants. Like, if you're a re- if you're a restaurant and you don't offer free refills, I will not frequent your establishment. I may visit it once, mm-hmm. what, but as soon as are I there see-
1: restaurants that charge you for extra drink?
2: Yeah, in Argentina, that was a thing. Oh, well, you had to pay for every drink. And there are places like here, too. Or in America, David. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I remember the first time that happened in Argentina. I was like, oh, hey, can I have another one? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's another 250. And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but what?
1: <laughs> also, where's your restroom? Uh, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> restroom. <laughs> you don't live
2: here. Wait a minute. I don't remember using a bathroom at a restaurant ever down there. Hmm. Huh. I wonder if the Rona's down
1: there. Corona? Yeah. What'd you call it? The Rona. Oh, the Rona. What do you think I call it? we have nicknames for it now?
2: I mean we have a nickname for everything.
1: What's the longest you've ever done something for? Like streak. What's the longest streak of something you've ever had?
2: Uh no, I've woken up every day for thirty one years.
1: Not not no. Something like you tried to do that isn't a natural occurring thing.
2: Okay. Uh well dang, I don't know. Like something that I actually uh... Um, there was a time when I would read every day, no matter what. Right? Uh, and, what? What are you talking what, about? Like, I don't know what you're going for here. A nerd. Oh, what man. are you talking about? Have you ever like? So uh, that's the lawyer, like how much reading <laughs> did you have to do?
1: Yeah, but that was your goal. Ugh. Uh,
2: you read for fun all the time. In fact, I've stopped reading for fun because all the reading I have to do for my work uh, and my and my classes. Yeah. And you read a lot. Uh, you read for fun a lot more than I do now.
1: All right. Well, one of That's the one sentence. of the most impressive streaks in humanity has come to an end. Not only is the coronavirus turning economies upside down and 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 destroying healthcare systems and whatever all other negative things are happening because of it. Um, it has put an end to one of the most impressive streaks I've ever seen. A man, David has been going to Disneyland for a certain number of days straight, okay. I'll give you, I'll give you within a hundred if it, you can guess the amount of days.
2: Well, is it a, is it an animal that does not wear pants because they go to Disney? This is someone paying to get in the park. Oh, they make Mickey pay. This is not Mickey. Wait, Mickey wears pants but no shirt. I got those mixed up. I was thinking of Donald Duck. Donald Duck,
1: yeah. Together they uh, make a modest animal.
2: Right. Also, Winnie the Pooh goes pantsless. That's mm. weird, man. That's a bad example.
1: Especially with the name Pooh, you'd think if nothing else, he'd wear pants.
2: Makes sense. And if Winnie, you'd think it would be a horse. Oh, baba. So,
1: how many days, David?
2: Oh, uh, Disneyland days. Dang. I imagine a guy that lives close to California, or lives close to the park, he loves it. When, I'm going to say 3,450 days. Oh, start off
1: strong. Um, you were outside the hundred. His streak ends at 2,995, five days short of 3,000, David.
2: Well, you, you got to let him continue, right? Yeah. The park the park was closed, right? <laughs> I'm sure he went up until it closed, and he's going to go back first day, right? I say let the streak continue.
1: Yeah, so this diehard Disneyland fan, Jeff Reitz, writes. don't really know how to pronounce that.
2: Let's say Reitz, so we don't get confused with whatever the writer writes. <laughs>
1: 2,995 consecutive days. He's 47 years old. I don't know what he does.
2: He goes to Disneyland. He goes
1: to Disneyland. Um, it doesn't say where his... I, I'm okay. He's getting yearly passes, obviously, if you're paying for that. That's like 200 bucks a day, right? No way he's doing that. Um, yeah, 47 years old. Doesn't say if he goes with anyone and, like, if he actually, like, rides rides. Like, I don't know if he's going there and enjoying a full day of Disneyland every day. Or if it's just, like, oh, I set far, foot in the park this day. Like... Maybe he goes once a month for fun, and the others is just to keep the street going. Don't
2: yeah. know. Maybe he goes to have lunch Lack there, right? of detail. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's a bad investment. But yeah, maybe... Right? I mean, if
2: you're spending that much money going to Disneyland, you might as... I think he's doing okay for money.
1: Well, I think if you get the yearly pass, it's not a huge deal. That's true. It's just a matter of, like, the time, right? Like, yes. And, and I would assume, if he's spending any significant amount of time there, that he's no longer working, or he works at night, and somehow... Anyways... I'm very fascinated with this guy. It's not actually a Guinness World Record. He's applying to have it as a Guinness World Record. So hopefully he has the stubs and some way to prove that he actually went there. That many stubs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He said he's looking forward to going back to the park once it reopens. So, but yeah, I agree, David. I think someone's there, right? Security's there. They have people there who are making sure people don't break into the park, right? There are Disney personnel at
2: the park riding the rides like crazy, having the time of their lives, whether they are or
1: not they need Playing to play hockey uh, with a mickey head they needed to allow this guy to keep going to keep the streak alive um because really i mean is anyone interested in disneyland anymore this was probably the the most exciting thing about it so
2: this streak was the most exciting thing yeah. going about Disneyland yeah that
1: i learned about today today <laughs>
2: yeah oh, okay
1: that and like the whole new star wars land and all the other attractions right but after those things
2: i would pay and the,
1: the characters and
2: I would pay the price to get into the park just to sit in the Millennium Falcon cockpit. You can do that. Well, you can't do it right now, actually. Yeah, I know, yeah. But that to me alone would be worth the price of admission because it's just such a cool thing, right? Man. So my sister Heather visited. She got to go on the the Star Wars ride. Yes. Super cool. I'm jealous of that. Don't have anything else to say beyond that. (laughs) Okay. Would you do it? Would you go to Disneyland every day for 3,000 days?
1: Yeah, I mean, if I didn't have to worry about working, like, if I, okay, if I'm, if I'm in my current, like, life, it's just my life has moved close to a park, so that, at least that inconvenience is taken away, no, right? But, if, uh, you know, I'm retired, or independently wealthy, and don't have to work anymore, uh, I don't have other stresses of, uh, that come with, you know, not having enough money, sure, why not, I guess, like, w- I'm sure it would get boring after a while, but as long as I don't have to spend my whole day there, there's other things to do around. You can go to Six Flags, and that's Berry Farm. Go to the beach.
2: There are other things to do, huh? Yeah. Southern California seems like a nice place to live. Why? Because I've only vacationed there, and I've never lived there.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you have to work there, it's pretty horrible. If you have any kind of commute... Uh, but it's now a barren wasteland due to coronavirus, so no one lives there anymore. Well,
2: uh, I don't think that's correct. Sorry, I, I'm sure like you, I'm getting emails about work constantly. Yeah. Right. So uh, my school has been canceled since uh, uh, it was spring break when all thing when the coronavirus shutdowns started happening in the United States and stuff, right? And then uh, we got a message, got an email saying, okay, we're closing the the district for an additional two weeks. So um, I am on my second week in a row without going into work. I'm doing stuff at home, like I'm working from home, but it changes everything about my job, right? Right. And it can be very stressful, right? But basically I haven't had to wake up and go to work and I'm still working, but it's a huge load off of my mind and off my shoulders to not have to worry about like waking up at a certain time, getting dressed at a certain time, like driving. All those stresses on my life are kind of gone away. Yeah. And it's so nice. Like, if I had the option to work from home, I would seriously consider it because it's pretty nice.
1: It's nice to find the silver linings during this crazy time. We, Laura and I were talking about it. Like, this will be, you know, we asked, I remember, like, having an assignment in elementary school, you know, to go and talk to one of your grandparents about what it was like living through World War II, right? And I'm not trying to compare the coronavirus to World War II. That's but, a I idea. But, but... but The fact that, like, the world is experiencing this together, like, this will be, what do you call it, like, a touchstone, right, for Mm -hmm. for the world. Like, it's some shared experience, right, and something we can all point to. and, And I really think, like, at some point, a grandchild may say, like, hey, what was it like during the coronavirus? And not necessarily because of the death toll, because I feel like pretty much everyone knows now what you need to do to not get it or at least to minimize the effects of it and minimize the transmission of it Uh, except for people who are like age 20 and on spring break maybe more about that later maybe not
2: oh I got something for them (laughs)
1: Um, and so like I don't I mean I hope and I don't think that the, the death toll gets to you know previous bubonic plague Spanish flu type right epidemics maybe it does I don't know but just the fact that everything kind of stops for a little bit. Right. And, um, and I think whatever effects on the, on health, it has the effects maybe financially, maybe, uh, the things that stay with us a little bit longer. And so it would just be interesting, you know, to, to, to see, to look back on, on this in 10, 20, 50 years. Um, hopefully this isn't like the new normal, like every other year there's a new virus that comes along. Right i hoping not.
2: That, interestingly, is also one of my hosts. <laughs> cool.
1: Fun fact, I hope there are no epidemics.
2: Me too. Something else we have in common. We're yeah. learning more and more about each other every day. I I thought September 11th was going to be the event that I lived through that my grandchildren would talk to me about, right? Like, they would come home from the report with their yeah. holographic watch phones, yeah. and they'd be like,
0: Grandpa, tell us
2: about We're September gonna... 11th. I'd be like, well, let me tell you.
1: By then, we're all going to have chips in our head. It's just We'll just have, like, something that displays in front of us that no one else sees unless we want them to.
2: I'm okay with that.
1: I don't know if I want to be chipped.
2: I mean, it depends, right? Like, if there was a chip that would allow me to, like, pay my groceries just by walking past the sensor with all the groceries in there, super fast, convenient, sure, great. If the, like, there, they're going to be going to the grocery store there, by that time, never there, mind.
1: There are some uh, places where you can get a chip in your hand and it's like your ID badge. So you just, like... Scan it instead of carrying a badge with you. You're never going to lose it, right? But you're always track... I mean, like, does anyone want to track me? Mm, Very few people.
2: I know uh, Chip Kelly would want to, like, monitor your sleep and stuff. Chipped Kelly. Ooh. See what he did there?
1: Um, Speaking of college football coaches, Ed Orgeron had maybe the best PSA on coronavirus. Go Tigers! Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go Tigers! Our Schwarzenegger had one where he was uh, at a animals. dinner table with his donkeys. He looked like he was or living a donkey and a pony. Okay,
2: this is the Terminator, right? The yeah. Governor. Yeah. And he was—he looked like he lived in like my my great great aunt Ruth's house. You know what I mean? They're like little <laughs> knickknacks on the shelves, like little plates and stuff. Like that's not the Terminator. As he's
1: feeding carrots to his livestock.
2: And he's like, "Oh, we are so good, yeah. We're gonna <laughs> stay home." Like, it was so unthreatening and so like. Sweet.
1: I heard Matthew McConaughey's PSA. Man, he's. For a while, I thought he just like this was a character, but he's just out there. Yeah. He's a crazy dude. Yeah. I mean, he's a fun guy. He seems like like he'd be a trip to hang with. But. Yeah. Yeah, One of my one of my favorite one of my
0: favorite
2: impressions I've seen of him Uh is some actor I forgot who it was. Um, and he said, "Well, first you gotta get your, forefinger and thumb together and roll around like you got a booger in there."
1: You know, one of the benefits of, um, I I'm not going to say the benefit of coronavirus. I'm going to say the benefit of what I've been doing to prepare for coronavirus, right? Because I've been, um, you know, changing how I eat and changing the frequency of what how I eat. So, like, I don't need to eat anymore. Like, I don't have to eat food anymore.
2: Okay, because before on the podcast, you said you found your fat burning switch yeah and, had... and it's fully on okay so it's fully on so my on body position. eats
1: itself now okay i'm a full-fledged cannibal auto cannibalism auto cannibalism yep and uh when my body needs some energy it's just like munch munch fat fat and uh and i get a little smaller and i get a little more energized and i don't need to eat anymore i need to drink because you have to but I don't have to eat. Like, I just don't anymore, David. I'm a superhuman.
2: know what that sounds like to me? What? Science.
1: <laughs> Did you know, David, that humans put on fat so that they have energy in times of famine? Like a bear. Yeah, like a bear. Uh, except I don't have to sleep through this. I get to stay alive and awake and uh, show everyone, wow, I'm super energized because I burn my fat just because. Like... I'm not moving and I'm burning it. I don't have to sweat to the oldies, David.
2: You don't have to sweat to the oldies. I get to play
1: I get to play Battlefield and burn fat. I get to I don't have to do just dance. I watch my kids do just dance and I'm burning fat.
2: So that's quite the switch to flip. So if you find the muscle building switch, let me know. <laughs> if
1: you're listening to this podcast and you want to drop a little weight, drop me drop me a message, but here's my response. Stop eating food because your body doesn't need it. Because you have enough storage. You just don't have to eat. It's really simple. I'm surprised people haven't figured this out before.
2: Again, science. (laughs) Sounds like science to me.
1: Um, So I may sound a little kooky, you know, it's coronavirus, we're quarantined. Um, I'm working from home now. Uh, But I'm not the craziest of the bunch. The craziest of the bunch are basketball players.
2: They (laughs) are bored. They're so bored. I don't blame them. Like I've been, I've been home a lot lately. Like the last two weeks, I've been home right from for spring break, and now because of the school closures, I'm at home. Uh, I've been playing NBA Two K sixteen because I miss basketball. I'm playing a five year old basketball game, right? Uh, Newsflash I'm still really good at it mm-hmm. I'm still really upset That sometimes When you throw an alley-oop It throws it like In a direct line And not like over people Right and That's just Come on Come on Really Who throws alley-oops In a straight line No Lob it up for people Anyway What were we talking about
1: We were talking about a uh, Basketball players Bore out of their mind I was yes, listening to are. an interview today Cody Zeller Was on the Dan Lebitard show And he was basically saying He's going to try and learn Something new every day And he like Tried to like Work on his deck And he failed And tried <laughs> to learn To play the guitar And he failed um so john has posted a video of himself playing guitar he's just learning he said it's his new hobby there's all kinds of pictures instagrams twitter um tweets tiktoks from basketball players doing things to just keep themselves occupied but but Zeller Zeller was saying he's like yeah i go to like the gym like the basketball court like it's just me there and um so what they have to do is they'll have like an attendant with you and he's like, I'll do a set, like a, 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 you know, bench or whatever. Do a set, and after the set, they wipe it down before I do my next set. Like, disinfect, set, disinfect, set, disinfect.
2: Ten the page, wash your hands. <laughs> Ten the page, wash your hands. No one's getting that reference. That's okay. I put it in here for me.
1: So, he said, yeah, he'll work out in the morning, and he gets home, it's like 10.30. And now what? He, and he's got 12 hours to kill, you know? And doesn't have oh, anything to do. He lives by himself in Charlotte.
2: Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> With oh, all the money in the world, right? <laughs> that sounds awful. Oh, man. Poor Cody Zeller. Man, I wish she I set had... set up some... a GoFundMe for uh, Cody Zeller.
1: Why didn't I buy, like, Netflix
2: and Amazon stock of a couple months ago? Right? And uh, there were parents complaining online that they have to watch Frozen 2 all day, every day now because that's all their kids want to watch. Yeah. My wife was like, turn off the TV. Like, this <laughs> isn't hard. Like are your parents running and controlling your life? Now I get that sometimes. Like the kids want to watch something, they're gonna watch what they want to watch, and sometimes they want to watch the same thing over and over and over again. Right now, that thing that they want to watch over and over and over again is Frozen too. I get that. What was all that? Off? What was Funny.
1: that? What was that movie that when you were a kid, you know, four, five, six, that you would just watch on loop?
2: I baseball.
1: Just baseball. I would watch baseball all the time. Right. Like actual baseball. Yeah.
2: Like I, I, I my mom tells the story of me like waddling up to the TV mm-hmm. in my in my diaper and hit the. A channel button until i got to baseball then i had to sit down and watch it uh, i loved watching baseball growing up
1: okay so um, i watched uh major league on loop
2: how old were you uh,
1: five six years old
2: we grew up different
1: yep um also grease two
2: <laughs> yeah we grew up different
1: yeah the, the michelle pfeiffer version
2: i didn't know there was a grease two <laughs> you looked at the whimsical there well
1: i was about to break out in song but i decided
2: well, you know what? I think Corona quarantine twenty twenty. If it
1: takes forever, then I'll wait forever. No ordinary boy, no ordinary boy's gonna do. I want a rider that's cool. So
2: I yeah. got yeah. That's I greatly mean... appreciated, by the way. Yeah. Uh, my sister, my little sister Lisa, bless her heart, loved The Little Mermaid. Okay. So when I was young, we watched Little Mermaid a lot. Yeah. Now of course I would like eventually when I got old enough just like be off by myself. If it I'm...
1: takes forever, then I'll wait forever. If he's good enough, he can ride me through and through. Oh, that's suggestive. Whoa! whoa. You're just now realizing. <laughs> you're just now realizing
2: that there's some lines in Greece that are suggestive. Just now. The best part of all of that was you like taking time to process what just happened by taking a <laughs> drink from your cup. You're like, I need, I need some time to think about what just happened. Drink from my cup. And now you're rattling off all the other crease lines in your head and you're like, oh boy, that's, <laughs> really not, that's not a part of my child that I can share with my kids. So my sister would watch Little Mermaid over and over, and over again, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't like that movie. In fact, I kind of hate it. I think it sends a terrible message to girls and I will never, ever let my girls watch it. Until they're like 18 and discerning adults, and they, they could be like, oh, well, she's changing her We're body. gonna
1: bowl, bowl, bowl tonight. Okay, go ahead. Yep.
2: And I'm not gonna let them do that because whatever. Little Mermaid. Bad. That's all I got on that. Yeah. Ooh, recently, someone quoted Three Ninjas, the movie Three Ninjas. Yes. And we found a mutual love for Three Ninjas.
1: Oh, yeah. Three Ninjas is legit. Um, I've, I would always be Colt, I remember. My brother would be Rocky. We didn't have a third yet. So no one was tum-tum. Carly and no want one to... want. Well, Carly wasn't alive yet. Oh, that makes sense. No one ever wanted to be tum-tum, right? because I mean, his ability was to eat, right? I won't eat
2: dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> tum-tum.
1: Light up the eyes, boys. Light up the eyes.
2: <laughs> we don't want to hurt you. We just <laughs> want to <laughs> kidnap you.
1: First we feast, then, then we, we felony. Oh, three ninjas. If you've not seen Three Ninjas, what are you even doing listening to this podcast?
2: Mm, this stuff is good. <laughs> not the stomach, not the stomach. <laughs> Give me that little booger. So quotable. Oh, this is no library. You buy it
1: or you go. <laughs> oh,
2: that's such great. a good show, dude.
1: Um. Well, in this in this sports famine that we find ourselves in, David... Slow down. <laughs> slow it. Slow
0: it down. Slow it. Slow it down. Slow... Oh.
2: <laughs> I think I know what we're doing tonight. I wonder if my wife's seen that. I should go ask her. Mm. I'll text her. I think um, she has, but I know like she has. That's a good one.
1: In the, in the absence of real sports, we get sports transactions, David. Thank heavens for the NFL, because they don't care. that Nothing will stop the NFL, right? If if political correctness and Colin Kaepernick c- could not bring it down, David.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He, <laughs> knelt, he knelt for the pledge, and they survived.
1: If, if that couldn't stop the NFL, no measly virus originating in the Wuhan province is going to do anything to the American football league that is the national football league of america capitalism
2: how many times did you run through that before you presented it now Mm. the first time thing Um, situation
1: so but but you're not wrong well 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 football i mean to their like extreme luck right they're not in season right and and you know hopefully by the time their season would start in august Uh, will be coronavirus-free.
2: And we'll have a 17th game. Yeah. And we're going to have expanded playoffs, which is something that has gotten buried in mm -hmm. all of the coronavirus and the closings of leagues and stuff like that. But we're getting an extra regular season game. We're getting more playoff teams.
1: Yeah. And we have NFL players on the move because NFL Free Agency... Uh, move forward unimpeded by any coronavirus because you don't really have to get together in big groups to trade people and to sign people.
2: There are so many employers and employees learning that a lot of meetings can just be emails.
1: Yeah. I wonder how much this will affect office space moving forward. I I mean, a lot of people are already locked into their leases, but like once those are up, I just really wonder if if people move to a more work-from-home I wonder. I wonder what the uh, what the statistics or the data after all this will tell us about productivity from working at home.
2: Right. I think, I think public schools should offer juniors and seniors online options, hmm. just like university. Right. So I could be a high school teacher, but I do online courses and I work from home. Yeah. Right. And then students that maybe want to work full time to support a family or to support themselves to earn them money for college, they can take online courses, and then work a job that's not like crazy hours. Because I have students that need to work to help support their family or they just want their own money or they want to save for college or whatever. Yep. And they'll work 12, 14, 16-hour shifts on the weekends to earn a bunch of money. I have a, I have a girl in one of my AP classes, and bless her heart, she came in one Monday just exhausted and was like, hey, I can't, I'm sorry I didn't get this done. I'm like, oh, did you have a busy weekend? Did you have work or something? She's like, yeah, I worked. And she told me the hours she worked. And I was like, are you okay? Mm. No, man, It would be perfect for her, hardworking, smart, motivated, is working for the right reasons, is going to school for the right reasons. And I think it wouldn't be that difficult of a transition. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. we have the technology and I mean, a lot of us are going to have to do it starting like next week or the week after. Right. So I would, I hope that we start transitioning to something like this because that would lower class sizes for the, for the schools themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. It would save money on bringing fewer people into the building. Right. I think it just opens up a lot of opportunities, and I think it's going to change a lot. At least I hope it does. Yeah. Because there's a lot of positive changes that can come from innovation, and this is kind of forcing us to be innovative and creative in our solutions. Who is it? Is it IBM that says they don't? They're not afraid of problems because problems generate solutions, or something like that. I don't know. Are they a sponsor? I'm a sponsor of this show? Yeah, I can't butcher it if they're a sponsor.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, we recently uh, uh, denied their sponsorship. Oh. I mean, we're just. We have too much, too many sponsors. Yeah, that's We're, we're true. over-sponsored.
2: Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. So yeah. we don't, we don't need that Watson money,
1: right? I would turned down Little Debbie.
2: I mean, we could have gotten so many goodies. There, there are certain sponsorships you don't, you don't like say no to, like Oreo. If Nabisco came up in here and was like, "Can we sponsor your podcast?" We say yes, please, please send Oreos, right? You don't turn down Little Debbie. You don't turn down Coca-Cola.
1: Papa John's.
2: You don't. Mm. You turn it down. Oh, yeah. That's when you do turn down. You turn down Papa yeah, John's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Papa John would turn down Papa John's right now. What if
1: Pepsi offered to sponsor the show and would pay double what Coke would offer, but Coke also wanted to sponsor the show?
2: Well, I'm trying to pretend like that would be a tough decision, <laughs> but it's Pepsi all day. They're, they're bringing more money. <laughs> I just wouldn't drink it as much. Yeah. I'm that jerk what if part of the show you had to drink it oh I yeah I'd be fine with that I'm one of those I I am not I am not not for sale Anthony that was
1: not as satisfying as I would have liked it to be (laughs) I am not not for sale
2: so if uh, if I'm at the restaurant right Mm -hmm. and the waiter comes by and it's like what would you like to drink I say "I'll, I'll take a coke is Pepsi okay no Karen Pepsi is not okay just bring me a water I guess would you like a lemon no I want a coke does that mean? So you're a difficult person? No, I'm actually really kind, and, and I joke about it, right? I tease about it. It's all, it's all good. And if they ask me, is is Pepsi okay? And I'll say nope. Just bring me a Dr Pepper or something instead. Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, NFL transactions. Oh, was that what we started talking about? I think so. Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot.
2: Weird, right?
1: He went to the Bucks.
2: That is. Very weird. The Tampa
1: Bay Buccaneers. That's a weird choice. I mean, I guess you have to think about like where could he have gone.
2: I mean, it seemed like not a lot of teams wanted him, right? What because all what, the how other many quarterbacks teams had
1: openings, right?
2: Yeah, but a lot of a lot of the quarterback. A lot of the free agent quarterbacks started getting scooped up by their places, right? Yeah. Marcus Mariota went to the Raiders. Philip uh, Philip Rivers, old Phil, went up to uh, Indianapolis to replace Andrew Luck. And then uh, who else? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater went to Carolina, right?
1: Nick Foles got traded to uh, Chicago.
2: Chicago, right? And uh, so, so quarterback controversy. Where in Chicago?
1: Foles, Trubisky.
2: At Trubisky fold? I think what you do, I think what you do is you play Trubisky until the playoffs, then hurt Trubisky on purpose <laughs> so Foles can come in and win it all for you. Right, that's what you do. But it seemed to me like there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a big market for Tom Brady, mm-hmm. right? And Bill Belichick is smart, right? I mean, he wasn't willing to to overpay Tom Brady the last three years.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the the perfect situation for Brady would be a team that's ready made to go deep in the playoffs. They just need the quarterback right but like think about who those teams would be right you think of the vikings okay but they're not gonna kick Kirk cousins to the side because then what do you do after a year or two of tom brady yeah. the 49ers and they, and they, again what do you do if you kick Garoppolo to the side the rams what do you do when you kick you know, goff to the side there's these players that they're already invested in or they're ready to make a bigger investment in that Will be better for their team in three, four years than Brady would be, and is it worth it to mortgage or to 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 throw away the current average to above average quarterback you have for someone who maybe maybe gets you a really good season, but like statistically last year, you shared something with me, right, where he was like basically the same as. Winston, uh, J- J- James, uh, James, w- what's his last name? Winston. 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 James Winston.
2: Winston. Yeah. It's uh, the guy he's replacing. Yeah. So there's a major difference between Jameis Winston and Tom Brady. Age. Oh, there are two major differences between <laughs> Jameis Winston and Tom Brady. No, but statistically, the thing that you're looking at here is turnovers, right? Turnovers. So if I'm a, if I'm a Buccaneers coach, I'm thinking that the interceptions is what killed us. Right, and so if I can get rid of this interception problem, I'm going to. Yeah. And by bringing in Tom Brady, you're guaranteeing that you're not going to throw a lot of interceptions. Why? Because you're going to throw the ball in 1.2 seconds on yeah. average, and you're going yeah, to throw, you're the throw the ball short. short yeah, right. So Peyton Manning kind of went through something similar at the end of his career after his injuries. He just couldn't yeah. throw the ball deep with as much velocity anymore, and those middle of the field routes, 15, 20 yards down the field those throws are extra dangerous cuz that's where a lot of attention is being paid like the defense is all over you got guys yeah. from all sides so the windows get tighter and the and the, and the openings get shorter mm-hmm. so that's one of the first things to disappear the deep ball kind of sticks around cuz you can put some air under it right but those throws where you have to throw real hard into tight windows down the field and the seams and stuff like that, you'll see the young players and the, the really strong arms make those throws like Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Those players will continue to make those throws because they still got those strong arms. Yeah. Well, when Peyton Manning lost that, he had to go to the Dinkin' Dunks, he had to go to the quick slants, he had to go to that kind of stuff, right? Well, Tom Brady's been doing that for years. So those interception numbers are going to go down. But unless you have really talented offensive players around him, like, I don't know, uh, Gronkowski and, and Randy Moss... That, yeah. that's going to start showing up when you can't force the issue yeah. with your arm. And and Brady's been he'll that way for some, the last few years. He'll have weapons, right? Yeah, and Brady's been that way for the last few years, and we saw what happened when he were he was Gronkless last year. Gronkless last year means no playoff run for the Patriots, right? So hopefully this year when he's on the Bucks, I mean, we, we looked at the roster a little bit. They do have some weapons to put out there on the field with Tom Brady, but, and this is a big old but, mm-hmm. can Tom yeah. Brady go from the organization he's been with where he's been comfortable the offense he's been playing for his entire career and is he going to be able to be the the what they need in 2020 2021 i don't know i don't think it's going to make that big of a difference and i mean i I might be digging my own grave with this comment because you never know what's going to happen in the nfl or with uh with particular players And, and system is so important but uh i don't think if they are successful it's going to be because tom brady is there
1: yeah. I mean Mike Evans is going to be the best wide receiver he's played with since Moss probably. I mean, I'm not, you know, Edelman and 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 uh Welker, right? They were slot receivers. They're not the prototypical wide receiver, right? They're they're good. They were good receivers
2: for him. But I think the but, last the last teammate he had that would have been good in any system no matter what was Gronkowski. Yeah. And every other player was good because of who they were surrounded by, because the schemes that they were running.
1: Yeah. So so Brady will have weapons on offense. They'll have uh, a decent offensive line. So it, it is a situation where, you know, especially in the division they're in, right? Because you've got the Falcons who haven't been great lately. You've got the Panthers who apparently are looking to trade Cam Newton now. And you've got the the Saints, who the Saints are usually pretty good, but again, Breeze, I mean, he's getting up there, and who knows if they maintain their their dominance of the of the division.
2: Well, and they they traded uh, Teddy, they didn't sign, they let Teddy Bridgewater go. Teddy right? Bridgewater, and so now you're looking down, at yeah. Breeze number one, Taysom Hill number two. So I think they might be riding Taysom Hill post Drew Breeze retirement.
1: Yeah. So I mean, he could he couldn't end up, they could end up winning the division, they could go to the playoffs. Uh, are they better than the Niners, the Seahawks, the Packers? I don't think so. But who knows? Football's weird.
2: I think the the four teams in the NFC that matter still are Niners, Packers, Seahawks, and that fourth one.
1: That fourth one? Saints? The Saints? Niners, Packers. I mean,
2: the Rams? Rams. Maybe? No, Saints. Yeah. So there's three teams that are really good. I think the Vikings are thrown in there too, right? Mm-hmm. But I think with this expanded playoff format, it's going to be more... I, I like the new that format. That doesn't start this year, does it? Is it this year or next year? I don't remember. I know
1: the 17 games doesn't start
2: until, I think, next year. Okay. I think they should start the new playoff system as soon as possible, but whatever. Um, but, but anyway, I think teams right now are looking at their situation and saying, if we can just get a little bit better and get into the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, the football is oddly shaped, Anthony. It bounces in funny <laughs> and, ways.
1: And sometimes not always as inflated as it should be.
2: Sure. Uh, but... If I'm a GM, I'm thinking we don't need to make astronomical improvements. We just need to make incremental improvements to get to that last playoff spot. Then who knows what's going to happen in the playoffs. We might pull an Eli Manning. Right? You never know. So the goal now, I I feel like the goal for NFL teams, for for most NFL teams, has been get to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Because then you never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We could be healthy at the right time. We could just get something to work out. We could have a good matchup. Whatever. And now with the expanded playoffs, it gives teams like the Buccaneers... The chance to say we don't need to do something um incredible. We just need to do something that's going to get us into the playoffs. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what the Buccaneers are thinking. They're thinking if we get rid of our interception problem, quote unquote, their James Winston problem, maybe Tom Brady can put us over that hump and get us into the playoffs, and then who knows after that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Running backs just aren't important anymore, David. I think that's something we're also learning from this NFL free agency. Devontae Freeman was just let go, <laughs> by the Falcons. I mean, a year or two ago, he's considered one of the best uh, running backs in football, and now he's uh, not on a team.
2: And that that surprises me. The, yeah, because I I think what we think of as a running back is a running back that will take the rock and slam it down your throat or break a few for big runs, right? Mm-hmm. We think of the Marshawn Lynches and the Adrian Petersons. Um, Edron James, those guys uh, Barry Sanders, Bo Jackson and the highlights of guys running down the field for yards and yards running guys over to that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but NFL offenses are too, f- I mean defenses are too fast these days, they're too physical too fast well, yeah. and they seem to be able to it's like they caught up with the running backs in physicality almost, right? And now you need a running back that can help you in the pass protection and that can run routes, that's what they're looking for more
1: The thing that stands out about this to me is that, you know, this guy, he had three years, $21 million left on his deal. And they cut him. And we talked about before, football, there's no... Unless you get a guaranteed contract, you don't have a contract. I mean... Not it's, 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 it's Essentially, it's a team option every year, right? And this guy was probably counting on some of that $20 million coming in, right? And now maybe he signs, like, a one-year deal. I don't even... Maybe he has been picked up since, since the... A couple days ago, when he when he was released, but um, they they did that in order to save three million dollars, three and a half million dollars, this year. I don't know. I feel bad for these guys, right? Because the, especially these running backs that really put their body out there every year, every game, and then uh, now that you're you're used up, right? And yeah, we said we'd pay you this, but we don't watch anymore. So, so it's not, not it's not a contract. It's like I mean, in my mind, I'm just a simple attorney. In my mind, a contract means both parties are obligated to perform something that's written out, right? Now, obviously, in the contract, it says the team can release you. So I'm not saying, like, they're doing something illegal here. But it's just like, why? We shouldn't even call them contracts anymore. It doesn't, like, it's not a fair... Fair isn't the right word. It's just not, uh, it's not an equitable relationship, right? When one party can just decide to end the relationship at any time without any repercussions, it's just, it's, it's imbalanced, right? And you would have hoped that with the most recent CBA, the players would have tried to address this, and maybe they did, but they ultimately failed, right? There's still no guaranteed contracts in football, um, and this will just keep happening. It's really unfortunate.
2: Can I revisit something that you said yeah uh, in your most recent um, little run there uh, you said something that I feel like is inherently ironic okay. or, or oxymoronic yeah when you said I'm just a humble attorney <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm just a simple caveman
2: yeah I mean I just want I just want the listener to think about that phrase for a minute because <laughs> it, it tickled me yeah <laughs> I wanted you to finish your point uninterrupted, so I just kind of kept that in. But I, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna let yeah, I wasn't gonna let that go by without bringing that up. Yeah. I'm just a humble attorney.
1: Yeah. So the the yeah, the uh the highlights from the new CBA deal. So we go to 17 games in 2021. Um, the revenue split, earth shattering. It goes from 53 percent owners, 47 percent players to 52 percent owners, 48 percent players if i
2: told you you could get one percent more of a hundred billion dollars would you do it
1: oh i would do it okay yeah here's the problem with these the cba right is that the people who who can afford to sit out right are often the ones who want to sit out and the ones who cannot afford to sit out even though it may benefit future generations of football players uh because they can't afford to sit out they have to vote yes right and so it's just, you have, for every Drew Brees that it wouldn't hurt him financially to sit out a year.
2: Thank you, Levi. Right?
1: You have eight other guys you've never heard of who are just trying to make it in the league, who are hoping to play a few years to set themselves up for the next decade, hopefully. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah, the difference between Drew Brees' money and third string guard on the Saints, there's a huge gap there. Yeah. I don't know if there is another example in, in American uh Economics or business, other than CEO versus you know minimum wage employee, and that really is the gap in some of these situations. Yeah, you know, I'd be interested to see the gap in pay between a, a minimum wage employee and a CEO of some company, or, or averages of of CEOs to see what that gap is, and I, it might be bigger in the in the Saints roster case. Maybe.
1: So speaking of minimum salaries, that's also addressed in the CBA, and those will go up to one million dollars, but that doesn't start until twenty twenty nine. I think there's, there's, it's a progressive increase over the kind next of, decade. Kind
2: of like what they do in the NBA. It's an ever-increasing salary yeah. cap situation.
1: Yeah. And so a million dollars, that sounds really good. But when your career is three years long, I mean, still, $3 million, great. But, like, a lot of these people, they're supporting a lot of other people. And they're going to have a lot of health problems later in life because of the abuse they put their, their bodies through. Um, anyways. And if a team can just cut you at any time... I don't know. It's it's really hard to, to I don't know. This, this is just a really uh, I don't know. It's not a sensitive subject for me. It doesn't really affect me. But it just I guess the the side the inside of me where I feel like I, it's unjust. Like this, I see this as just a really unjust scenario where you sign a guy, you say you're going to pay him x amount of money for x amount of years, but then when they're no longer any use to you, you just cast them aside. And I feel like there should be some clause in every contract where you get like half of what was owed to you or just something. Cause how, how as a football player, how can you plan at all for your future? Not knowing if, uh, you know, today's the last day you're going to work or not.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and I hate when people argue, it's like, Oh, give me a million dollars to play a game. I take it yeah. no matter what. Like, well, not everyone is getting that Drew Brees money like we were talking about, right? A lot of these players are making that, a lot less than that.
1: That and a lot of these guys, because football has been the focus, they haven't spent time to, to in some other industry, right? Where, you know, you say, oh, well, they're still, you know, in their mid or late 20s, they can do something the rest of their life. Yeah, you can, but, but if your whole life has been spent, you know, practicing football and the focus has been football and you've been told by coaches and maybe parents even that, you know, football takes priority. Um, it may be hard to go back to school and get your MD. It may be hard to start your own business. You, you probably don't have those skills, right? Unless you've got a, a really good mentor who could, who could help you out. A lot of these guys probably don't have that. So this is their, their time in life to maximize uh, their income. And, and, you know, I think a lot of you always look at like everything with rose colored glasses. When you're given a new opportunity, you only see the upside, right? Someone wants to hire you for a new job. You see the, the salary, right? But you don't see all the potential negatives that come with it, a new environment. And like, maybe you're not going to fit, you know, maybe it's not going to work out. Right. And it's just, it's, um, I feel like players really should have pushed for more guaranteed language in these contracts but it's just the owners have way too much leverage granted. They take on a lot of risk, but they have a lot of leverage. I don't think that you're ever going to see any meaningful movement on this or any other, uh, areas that, that the players are really concerned about without a big lockout. I mean, maybe multi-year, right? But unfortunately that, that just won't happen because there's too many players who only have one or two years in the league.
2: So, uh, do we have any bells and whistles to end the show today? Some huh. laser, like a laser show of huh. some kind? To, oh,
1: uh, you to wanted to, here? you sent me something about minor league baseball players. Did you want to talk about that at all?
2: Instead of that, can we talk about these spring breakers? Yeah. Okay. There's, I've noticed that they, there's something interesting woo, break, about these spring breakers. Okay. Something very interesting. Um, so there are people that have been saying like, we're here for spring break. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep doing the spring break stuff. We're not going to have this coronavirus. If I get sick, I get sick. It's not going to stop me from partying Mm -hmm. is an actual quote. If I get sick, I get sick. It's not going to stop me from partying. Close quote. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but what I've noticed is all of these partiers sound exactly the same. (laughs) Their vocabulary is identical. Uh It's like they go to a class before and there's an instructor up there. And she's got her blonde hair, like just, just got a blowout. Hmm. Right. Her makeup's all done and perfect. She's in like a crop top or something. And shorts that are way too short. And she's like,
0: okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to party like no matter what. And like, I don't even care. And that's what you guys need to say too. Say it with me. Say, I don't care. And there's like a girl that's like trying to turn herself into a party in the front. She's like, I don't care. She's like, no, no, I don't care. <laughs>
1: Here, take off your glasses. Take
0: <laughs> off your glasses and, like, tie up your shirt. Show off some belly and say, I don't care. And, like, and then when we go out to the places, there's just certain ways that you have to talk so that people know that you're one of us. And if you don't do it, then people aren't going to know. And that's one of the reasons why we're out here is that people know us and that we are strong and that we're going to party no matter what. And all the guys are the same, too. Like, don't just think
2: it's the girls. All the guys are like... I can't even do the guy voice because it's just... Because you put
1: way too much effort into the girl voice. That's all I practice. That's no, really good. That's all I
2: practice. But the, the guy's just like, uh, uh, yeah, and then, uh, I can't even do it. I just end up sounding like Rocky. Hey, uh, spring break. You Eat some Something I've always wanted to do is watch Rocky, but with subtitles only when Rocky speaks. <laughs> that would just be funny to have... Oh, Oh, what's that? You got a message? Don't worry about it. Do you have something going on in your life that would like warrant messages being sent back and forth and stuff? I mean, don't worry everyone's about on, it. everyone's on the lockdown. We good. But anyway, I just think it's fascinating that all of these girls and all these guys sound exactly the same Yeah. these interviews. It's it's one of the funniest things ever. But this whole idea of I'm not gonna let this virus thing stop me from partying, that's like it
1: doesn't matter what kind of response our government or health agencies or hospitals, like whatever, whatever kind of response they, they put in place to minimize this. If people keep going out and keep spreading it, like that's, what's going to happen. It's going to keep spreading. And, and so much of it. Yes. I, 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 understand the anger against you know, government people in charge, people who, who could put restrictions in place and whatever. But, um, At some point, we all have to, like, just do our part and, like, choose not to take actions that would continue spreading.
0: You know what, Anthony? I don't care. (laughs) It's my life, and I'm going to do what I want to do. It's my body, okay? It's my choice. Mm. If I want to risk getting sick, I'm going to go and I'm going to do it because I'm going to party. I've earned this, okay? I've earned this. I spent my whole life waiting for spring break when I turned 21. And that's now. And I'm never going to get that back. So coronavirus is not going to take it away from me. I deserve this. And you're telling me I don't because someone in Italy has the flu? Please. I don't think so. It's my life. I'm losing it.
1: <laughs> I love that. Florida, I mean, you know, I, I, this is my current theory that i made up two seconds ago is that
2: oh two seconds ago theories are my favorite theories. florida
1: man and florida woman yep are just spring breakers who never left
2: oh we should get research down there right now just spring breakers who stuck around how long have you been here since i was 21 man well, how long I'm ago like, was that woo.
0: i don't know man
1: <laughs> i came down for mtv spring break <laughs> in 2002 <laughs> lost all my money Been living on the beach since. Been cleaning these pools ever since, bruh.